Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thanks for joining us in this episode of Student Perspectives, the podcast where we talk with student pharmacists about their unique challenges and opportunities presented throughout their professional journey. My name is Gina Luchin. I'm Director of Academic Programs here at ASHP, and today we will feature a sneak peek into ASHP's recent webinar, ASHP Mid-Year Clinical Meeting Goes Virtual, Tips and Tricks for Navigating the Virtual Showcases. In this webinar, we sat down with ASHP staff and experts to discuss what the residency showcase, PPS, and virtual poster presentations will look and feel like in this virtual mid-year environment. Here are some highlights you don't want to miss. As I mentioned, we have an esteemed panel of presenters. Our first presenter is Dr. Josh Caballero, who is professor and faculty chair at the Larkin University College of Pharmacy. And then I'm pleased to have my colleague, Brad Pearson, who is our senior director of our career farm offices at ASHP, and Gina Luchin, our director of academic programs at ASHP. And with that, I will turn it over to Josh to kick us off with some virtual etiquette tips. All right, thank you to all of those in attendance. So before we go ahead and dive into the showcase discussion and review, we wanted to take a couple of moments and remind you of some valuable pearls for virtual etiquette. Again, as with any professional interaction, the virtual showcase and PPS are networking opportunities that require preparation. And first and foremost, as you're looking at and going through the process, you're going to go ahead and make sure that you're well prepared. That means doing your homework in advance. We're going to go through some of the functionalities of the showcase and PPS in a few moments. Each program will feature information about their residency and link to their webpage. I strongly encourage all of you that you should not wait until that last moment to try to get into their webpage and start looking up information. Connection issues could arise or the traffic can be high due to the large volume of of attendees. Make sure that you take the time and research each of these programs in advance and come prepared. If the webpage appears outdated, you can kindly ask if there is a different page that you could be visiting to access some of the most current updates on their recruitment process. In a nutshell, do not ask anything that you can find on the website, but instead use that as an opportunity to expand or clarify on any of the topics that you found on their website. I'm sure you've heard this next one a lot, especially during these COVID times, but again, try and be adaptable. Programs may not have the ability to allow you to interact with every single person on their team. However, try to do your best and stay professional to get your questions answered. Maximize the time you have with them by asking the most pertinent information. Additionally, programs may not have all the answers on interviews and process yet. ASHP recommends virtual-only interviews for recruitment purposes. However, programs can choose other methods or change the process. Again, be flexible and understand that information may change. Additionally, stay professional. Whether you are on camera or via chat, the way you present yourself makes a difference. If you plan to be on video, 
dress appropriately. Make sure you check your background, avoid chewing gum, eating or drinking, and make sure you look the part. When accessing the chat functions, ensure your grammar and spelling are on point. Avoid abbreviations, even though it's a chat function, chat does not equal texting. And be formal and professional. Most importantly, stay patient and display appropriate communication manners throughout your interaction and in your follow-ups. This is new for everyone, so extend grace and show understanding for the program and your peers. As you're following up, collect any contact information via the website and follow up with a thank you. Ask if they are okay with follow-up and who the appropriate point of person um, would be to answer additional questions. There are gonna be some programs that will have individual meet and greets and you might want to attend those on the programs that highly interest you. When you're using your username or email during your virtual interviews and the virtual interview process, make sure your username that describes you and is professional. I've seen some gaming names or some funky names with a bunch of numbers and symbols. So try to avoid those. If you're gonna be using another computer, like a family computer, and it has a different name, try to change it on the username so that it resembles who you are. One of the key points I've been recommending to a lot of students is take the opportunity to place post-it notes around your computer screen, especially placing post-it notes with high level thoughts around your computer monitor so you can access your thoughts and queries without losing eye contact with those that you're interviewing with. Next, we're going to transition to some of the logistics for the virtual showcase. I will turn it over to Gina for this part. Thank you guys. Thank you, Josh. We really appreciate the, the tips and welcome again, everyone. Thanks for being here today. Um, what we'll do is we'll go through some of the logistics for the showcase and then we'll transition to some of the actual um, operations and looking at what the feel is like. Um, but hopefully all of you have been to MCM in the past, mid-year clinical meeting in the past. And you may recall that during the in-person conferences, we had traditionally kept the times and days for our residency program showcase and PPS relatively the same. This year, because of the virtual platform and trying to accommodate multiple time zones, we do want to make aware and ensure that you have noted that there are some changes to the time frame. The virtual showcases will be moved on Monday, December 7th. It will be from 3 to 6 p.m. The Tuesday sessions will be 10 a.m. through 1 p.m. and then 3 p.m through 6 p.m. And please note that these are Eastern Standard Time. So make note, if you're in Pacific, if you're in Central, make sure that you're adjusting your um, calendar appropriately and you are looking at the Eastern Standard Time. So um, this is two hours early, uh, later than what we've done in the past. So don't get confused. Make sure you have this properly on your calendar. Make sure that um, you don't miss the date um, and the time. Another thing to remember, um, is that each program will only exhibit one time, so for one session. There are three different sessions. Each of those sessions will have a unique set of programs. This is similar to what we've done in the in-person showcase where programs only exhibited once. 
So make sure that you check the residency showcase programming and schedule in advance to see when your program will be exhibiting, but you go to midyear.ashb.org slash residency dash showcase. So if you have a lot of programs and you can't get to all of them, similar to what happened in in-person time sometimes, make sure um, that you reach out to that program and contact the appropriate representative to a range of different time, stop by the booth to see the information and get contact information. So. Um, make sure you understand that only each program is there once. In the past, programs would invite candidates to receptions and on-site events. Many of you are familiar with some of those receptions that would happen on-site. Although no virtual receptions will take place through the mid platform, programs may choose to hold additional engagement opportunities outside, and that would still be through virtual means. So as Dr. Caballero mentioned earlier, um, there may be times that they have additional meet and greet sessions or different virtual um, engagements. Again, those are outside of the mid-year platform, but we do uh, encourage you to participate in as many of those as possible, um, similar to how you would in an in-person meeting as they become available. And then a number of programs will also be exhibiting at PPS. However, please note that not all programs will be in PPS. So this is select programs and most likely um, they are those that accept PGY2 applicants or those that are offering PGY1, PGY2 combined programs. So for our um, residents, this is likely uh, an area if you're looking for a PGY2 where many of your programs may have this option. For our P4 students, this is a little bit more specialized option. So make sure you're checking what programs are in PPS um, and make sure that you sign up in advance. So if you are able to sign up right now, make sure you go online and do so, so that you don't overburden your schedule and theirs as mid-year opens. So next up, we'll go through some showcase rules. Despite the virtual format, the rules are the same. I know most of you um, are P4, so you're likely seeking residency programs in 2021. Um, and so to, we do ask that for P1, P2, and P3 students who are not seeking residency immediately, please refrain from joining the showcase until the later half. And then because we will potentially have a large uh, traffic of, of individuals, we do ask that you identify yourself when interacting with programs as a P1 through P3. Now, this is going to be in your profile, but we do ask that you make it very clear so programs know who they're interacting with. There is free access for 2020 virtual major clinical meeting for the PPS platform, and this is complementary to um, all those who are registered. If you go online to midyear.ashb.org slash PPS and you go to the tab that says PPS candidates, you will find information on how to sign up, which programs are participating, um, what kind of information requirements and timeframes are available. So that would be the page for you. Um, make sure you sign up in advance and you look through the different programs listed there. Um, this is independent of your mid-year registration. So again, just because you're registered for mid-year, you're not automatically entered in PPS. You do have to go through that extra registration process. It is free, but it is separate. Um, PPS will offer you an opportunity for one-on-one -on -one extended time with programs. Um, there, there may be possibility for video, um, video conversations and formal discussions. Um, also chat, that kind of depends. Each program will have a slightly different setup. So um, you kind of have to communicate with the program in advance um, to set any expectations. Um, and then PPS, again, this is a, a an appointments-based process. So you don't just show up and meet with anybody at PPS, similar to what you do in Showcase. With PPS, you do have to make those appointments in advance. 
you do have to register in advance for this and make all um, and create your schedule so that you're in specific time slots. I'm going to turn it over to my colleague Brad and he will go through some of those functionalities and the layouts. I can talk about the virtual chat functionalities. Um, like I said, the one on one chats are text or video. If they have their own Zoom link, um, go to meeting link, those obviously will be video. The others are straight text chats. So um, some showcase programs are allowed to have pre-scheduled group chats within there. I don't think that many did it, but if you see that opportunity, there is a limit on it, but feel free to try to click on it. Just so you know what it is, it's basically a room that can fit up about 10 people in a video chat. It's only good for about 60 minutes, and um, they usually have a predetermined subject they'll be speaking about. Um, again, the message boards are for general questions. If you want to say, who should I talk to, you know, tell me about your program, stuff like that. Um, they'll have people monitoring those boards. And, you know, what I've told them to do, and I don't know if they're all going to do this, but is to instruct people on the message board if they should go talk to a specific individual. So just monitor that. And again, scroll up and down, see if your question's already been answered. Um, these people, you know, their time is, is precious. They get three hours during their showcase session. So um, if it's already been answered, um, you know, we might not want to ask it again. Uh, the PPS interviews, as I said, if you should know who you're talking to, if not, you can go in the booth. If you get in a few minutes early, maybe see if they find you if you don't know who it is. If not, use that that um, public booth chat, the chat with us to ask, you know, I'm here for my interview. Who should I talk to? They should have somebody monitoring that at all times. Um, so next, we will talk about the residency showcase. Um, some general tips, I think Josh covered most of uh, the important tips to prepare in advance, but on the showcase website on the mid-year, we have a few things. We have a list of participating institutions and the sessions they are in. Those are the correct sessions. Those are added by us. So if you're not sure, if you've seen different sessions, refer to the list of participating institutions. The program listings is a database that they're allowed to post for free as many of their, you know, we call it like a job board of residencies for, that are going to be at the showcase. If you're looking for what PGY2 is in a specific area um, in a certain state, you can get the list and prepare. The sessions that are in there should be accurate, but I'll, full disclosure, it is up to them to edit. So I don't know 100% if they are, if they've changed it from last year. The ones that you should be looking at to see what session they are in are the ones on the list of participating institutions. Be mindful of a program's time. Like I said, three hours can go by very fast. Um, you know, it's not like an in-person. There's not as much subtlety going on. So if, uh, you know, don't take up too much of their time if you don't have to. <laughs> don't ask questions just to ask. Try to prepare the right questions um, that are more impactful. Um, you, it's more of a unique opportunity than it's ever been. Even in past years, we always say it is, but there's also, it's a large hall with a lot of people to navigate here. It, your time is, you can click around pretty quickly. Um, talk to as many as you can. Um, there's really no harm in stopping by a booth and trying to learn about them. Um, if they're available, that's what they're there for. So um, take advantage of this opportunity and be prepared with specific questions. Like I said, especially in a virtual meeting, there isn't that subtlety where you can kind of start naturally chatting. I, I would, you know, it, it makes, a, it's a lot more effective to start with a specific question that you want to have answered. Um, so next we'll talk about the PPS, some notes. I'll talk about a few tips next, but <clears throat> general information about PPS. It is an additional registration to use PPS online. Um, in addition to mid-year, you have to be registered for both. 
um, the site is up and running. You, if you go ahead on the PPS online, and this is all on the mid-year site, you can view a full list of jobs that are available and being recruited for. Use the system. We have instructions there, everything to prepare. You go in, you request an interview, and then the employer will reach out to you to schedule that interview. Um, so like I said earlier, if you have an interview scheduled, use the search button or the navigation to find that booth space and then that interviewer's name to chat with them specifically. They're recruiting for everything from residencies, fellowships, faculty, full-time positions. There's a number of stuff on there. If you haven't been on there, you can scour the job board before you sign up if you're curious, if there's something specific, and then take advantage of it. Um, the interviews are likely the ones that we're going to have in the mid-year will be one-on-one -on -one video interviews. If they have group interviews, they we they likely will be either sending you a link in advance or when you go into text chat with them, they will be sending you the, the link at that point. The platform does not support group interviews. So if they are conducting a group interview, it will be done on their own um, Zoom, on their own intro, whatever video conferencing software they use. So just be prepared for that. Um, most likely it's going to be one-on-one. -on -one. A lot of them will reach out to you ahead of time and say, don't even go into the mid-year for this interview. Just click on this link. And that's okay this year. Um, but most of the one-on-ones will be done inside of the actual environment. Um, so next we'll talk about some PPS tips. Um, again, interviews every year, you walk up to the booth and shake their hand and say, I'm here. It's different this year. Um, I've, I've told people if they're not going to be doing interviews inside the actual booth to have someone at that booth to tell the candidate that shows up where to go. Um, most likely, if your interview is not inside the virtual booth, you will have known that ahead of time. So just check your notes, make sure you know what you're doing, um, make sure you're, you're prepared. Um, again, know the interviewer's name, not only for you know etiquette reasons, but also to find them this year. It's different than any other year. Um, I always say after you've done an interview, make notes, um, especially in the video ones. This technology, you will be able to see kind of transcripts of your chats, but on a video, you want to make sure you remember everything you've talked about. Um, you know, we always say in the in-person one right on the back of, of the business card, but they don't have that. So just have a pen and paper handy, type, phone, whatever, whatever is comfortable for you. Um, like I said, if you're struggling to find a booth, you can use the search to navigate and also go through the PPS hall um, alphabetically. And then, you know, after there to send thank you emails and cards to everybody, that's one thing that is easy to do. And we always, um, you know, we always mention it. Another great tip we got in the past years from, from some people is if you are talking to them and you have a poster, um, tell them about it. I'll tell them where to find you there. Um, so that's another just general tip that we learned over the years. Um, speaking of posters, we'll, um, we're going to reserve questions for the end. But before we do, we have one more item to cover, which is the virtual poster presentations. And I'll turn it back to Gina to discuss that. We did want to spend a, a few moments in going over um, the, the virtual poster hall. I know a number of you will be presenting and have questions about what it's going to look like to do a, an online virtual presentation. Um, so we just wanted to give you some information in order to help you prepare. 
So just a few notes, as you may have seen, seen through your communications, all presenters and the audience um, will be logged into the conference in order to access and view your virtual poster hall. So this is going to take place through the online conference platform. Um, and then once in the virtual lobby, as we showed earlier, you'll click on virtual posters and then you'll be led into the virtual poster hall. Um, the times for both residents and student posters, uh, you only present once in a live format and your specific time should be shared via email. If you have not received information about your poster, um, about your time frame, or if you have not heard back from your abstract submission, make sure you email us at posters at ashp.org and that will be um, the email address that you go for our questions related to the poster presentations. So when you click on an individual poster for someone, you will see this screen on the right appear. Um, and that includes the title, the abstract, and the author's information. So you will have a chance to listen to a five-minute recording on the author walking you through their work. Um, this is going to be the quote-unquote elevator speech that you would have delivered if you were in a live uh, in-person event. The audio snippet is available at any time. So even outside of the live hours, you'll be able to still see the audio for each of the posters. If there is no, if that button is deactivated, then that means there is no audio audio component for um, for that poster. We can the author decided not to provide that. Um, all right. So next up, um, a, a couple more things. So during the live portion of the virtual poster, um, you will have an opportunity to interact with the author, the primary presenter, about their research. So that is when the video chat option that we see the arrow right there will be activated. So in um, at any point, you'll be able to see the information, look at the elevator speech, look at their abstract, look at the author's information. But in the designated time um, that is outlined in that first lobby that we showed you, that's when that button will be activated. It will turn blue and you'll be able to, to go in. If you see that you try to go in and it's full, the room is full, it means there's no more capacity for additional attendees. Try to go to a different poster, try to go somewhere else and then come back to it. And as people move in and out um, of the of the presentation, you'll be able to, to add and go to other posters. So kind of make your rounds and, and keep an eye on that. As virtual mid-year is approaching, don't miss out on the opportunity to be as prepared as possible so you can be successful in your residency or professional pursuits. In addition to this podcast, don't forget to access a number of additional resources ACHP has prepared just for you. Check out the full webinar recording on ASHP's e-learning platform at elearning.ashp.org or listen to our Student Perspectives podcast series on virtual poster presentations, virtual residency recruitment, and virtual etiquette. For our residency program leaders, make sure you view your special podcast and webinar about ASHP's transition to virtual recruitment tips and tricks for residency programs in navigating the ASHP virtual showcases. You can find links to our resources in the podcast page or visit ashp.org. We want to thank Dr. Caballero, Dr. Martin, and Mr. Pearson for their contributions to today's content. And we also want to thank you for tuning in in this section of Student Perspectives. We hope you enjoyed today's featured content and be sure to subscribe to ASHP Podcast through your favorite podcast provider. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access
access show notes and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.